0: We'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for February 8th, 2016. And uh, today we're going to be doing about a 10 page study covering you know, quite a few different topics here. First one, I'm just going to touch on this and uh, give you an option to view more regarding this. And it's entitled When Satan Visits Super Bowl 50. Now, by, by now, those of us who are awake and are enlightened in a good way know that the Illuminati love using large events with millions of viewers to promote their satanic symbolism, in which many times foreshadowing upcoming events through the satanic-produced ritualistic telecast. This year we have the, an Illuminati newcomer, Coldplay, headlining the Superba- Super Bowl halftime show, and they will be joining the 2013 headliner and befamant princess, Beyonce, her alter ego being Sasha Fierce, which is what she says she morphs into this alter ego when she's on stage, also appearing, will, and I've done reports or teachings on all of these people you can just key them in i didn't i've never done one cold play but beyonce definitely just key that in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com also appearing will be the 2014 satanic golden boy headliner bruno mars i did a whole study on that one as well i typically try to cover this some i'm who knows i might do more the next study um the latest befoment golden girl though behind katy perry will be lady gaga performing the national anthem And I had this going on my computer uh, in the background as I was kind of putting this whole report together. Just so I could kind of keep a monitor. And I did see the the National Anthem. And and what what a disgusting, what, what a disgusting, satanic, I mean, there's no bigger pig devil in the Hollywood entertainment genre than Lady Gag Me. Okay, there is no bigger satanic witch with more of an overt satanic transhumanism uh, satanic agenda than her. I, I just don't think there's one that exists. And Katy Perry, I don't even to me doesn't even come close to her uh, with a lot of the things that she has done, a lot of the overtly satanic things she has done, and they. Basically, the satanic minions or the satanic hierarchy brings her on to have her sing the national anthem while, you know, the blue, um, whatever, blue uh, angels, fighters are flying overhead and, you know, Cam Newton's crying on the sideline and I'm like, oh my, God, my word, and, and they show all the troops at, at attention. It's really reminding me of this verse in Luke 16, 15. And he said unto them, Ye are they which justify yourselves before men, but God knoweth your hearts. For that which is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God. The fact that anybody would stand while Lady Gaga sings the national anthem and have their hand over their heart, like it's some reverential thing when this absolute satanic, I mean, a vessel of Satan singing this just beyond comprehension for me uh you know and she's dressed in this red sparkly dress with these red like uh, sparkly eyeshadow. i mean she looked like an absolute satanic illuminati um, i don't know what you'd call her queen princess whatever i mean she was going for that look uh, anyway, there's a video associated with this. I'm not going to play it because it's it's literally all um, images with some text. So if I, if I played it, it wouldn't you know work. But I do give you the link to it here at the first uh, the first report. Now this one, uh, we're going to be looking at here, and you've heard a lot about this dabbing stuff. Okay, this dance that everybody's doing now, and Cam Newton's doing it, and all of this this garbage, and I, this was off one of the websites talking about it. It says, When people look back on 2015, it will be impossible to ignore the dab movement. It's literally taken over mainstream media with news anchors busting out dabs during their broadcast. Though the dab has caught on and will probably be played out soon enough, the satanic origins of the move are little known. And I'm just going to play this. Now, this is from, a obviously, some kind of uh, black rap artist named Bow Wow. Well, you know, neat name. And he's going to explain to you the origins of the dab dance. And this, the origin of this is credible. This is true. This is where it actually came from. So, understand, this is a satanic origin of this dance. Okay? So, here, let's, let's just hear what he has to say.
1: Yo, we got... The whole world dabbing and they don't even understand or even know what dab is. First of all, dab is a strong way to smoke marijuana, right? It's the purest form of marijuana. It's extremely strong. So the dance comes from when you smoke and you cough and the first thing you do is... (coughs) You
0: cough into your elbow. You cough into the crooks of your elbow. So when they do the dab thing, they put their head down into their elbow. Okay, I didn't even know. I just kind of seen this in the proof. I don't pay attention to it. But then it's like I'm looking at this and I'm, I'm looking at the, the whole Super Bowl thing. I'm looking at the whole Carolina Panthers. And I'm, I'm only like an hour away from Charlotte. So I've seen a lot of this. And, and I'm like, what is this garbage? And so I, I, I wanted to look at this a little bit more. And then my daughter actually told me that's what it actually stands for. And then I looked it up. And sure enough, this guy's confirming it 100%. These dabs evidently are like the strongest type of uh, marijuana and now they've got the growing of the marijuana down to some kind of unbelievable science. I mean they're they're telling uh, I've heard that when you try to get off the marijuana that there is a widely available nowadays, you'll literally go into withdrawal symptoms and I can remember, Back in the day when I was around a lot of people that was doing it, I mean, I, I'm not gonna say I never used it or tried it back way back when before I was saved, but um, I never really liked it that much because basically it was just something that was always gonna make me tired. It just made me tired. I'm like, I, I I have enough problem with maintaining high levels of energy as it is. Why do I want to get get high and be tired? just never made sense to me even back in whenever um and i, I mean I, i'm somebody that's been around a lot of, of marijuana use growing up i mean my parents every weekend you know they'd be in there smoking in their bedroom and and it was it was a absolutely one something that i was my family ton of them did it and and other drugs and, and things of this nature and then my roommates in college and you know, it was it's never hardly ended but evidently the marijuana they've got now and now with the legalization of colorado and i believe washington uh they're they're growing these strains that are just you know probably genetically modified hydroponic just way 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 more powerful now evidently though this is the most powerful way to smoke marijuana through the oils and i'm i'm, I'm I'm probably assuming that it's some type of THC oil, which is the active component, uh, one of the active components that literally will get you high when you smoke marijuana. Well, these dabs, it's, it's. I think they're dabbing. They're called dabs as the oil, one of the ways they refer to it. And he talks about that here.
1: That's where the dab came from. Now, if you're a part of the culture, you understand them. When I sell vape pens, so I understand this and I know this very well, right? But now it's just to the point to where it's so commercial, like it's just out of control and. Y'all know how we are with anything. Anything that come out is new and it's popping. Everybody and their mama just runs it down the drain. I'm quite frankly tired of seeing people dab. And it's funny watching people dab that, A, number one, don't know how to do it. Number two, don't even know where it's coming from. It's not just a word. It's a sh- it's marijuana. When you say I'm dabbing, that means you're taking a puff of some of the strongest strand of marijuana, the purest form. It's wax, it's dab, it's oil, you're dabbing. That's the whole point of it. It's a new epidemic, it's something new, and a lot of people even... So it's literally a drug
0: epidemic, okay? I mean, and and that's only gonna get worse with the legalization now in Colorado, and and again, um, I am against it. I am against legalization of pot, okay? I know uh, there's a lot of people in the alternative movement that are not. I am. One of the main reasons is because it is an inexplicable fact that there is a demonic component to this stuff now you've got strains that would have never naturally occurred in nature that they're growing that are way more powerful to the point where if you try to get off this stuff you literally go into withdrawal now back in the day when when i was around this in the 80s or the 90s and somebody went off pot it was like okay no big deal you know I mean, maybe you craved it some, but it wasn't like heroin where you had to have it. It wasn't like that. You didn't go in any kind of real withdrawal symptoms. You just quit it. Okay, now it's different. Now, I'm not saying there couldn't have been exceptions back then, but I'm saying we're dealing with a whole different animal here. You're dealing with a whole other, I also believe, different set of demons that are more powerful than, I mean, if the drug's more powerful, think about it from, from a common sense standpoint the demon's going to be more powerful that you're dealing with. This dabbing is like the most powerful way to do this. And you got all of these people out there thinking they're trendy or hip or with it or whatever they're thinking, doing this, news anchors and, and, and
1: all kind of people doing this. And this is what it stands for. Understand this. So parents, when your kid is dabbing, understand where they got it from. That's where it comes from. And a lot of people don't know the origin of it. Well, there you go. I just helped you out. That's the origin of it. So when you see these old people on the news and CNN and these sports anchors that do it because they see Cam Newton doing it right they see these NBA players do it. We come from the culture. We know what it is. It's y'all that don't know. So understand what you're doing before you do it. Parents, watch your kids because they could be dabbing and they doing a dance. That's cool. And when they come up and say, "Mom, I was just dabbing. You're going to think it was something about a dance. They was getting high.
0: So uh, I appreciate his honesty. You know, I mean, I appreciate his honesty because and I appreciate he didn't cuss, you know, because a lot of times you get some rapper guy and they're going to be you know cussing every other word or whatever so i'm glad i was actually able to play something from a source from somebody that actually knows truly what they're talking about where this came from and um they said i, I had read this one thing about this particular guy that when he first came out with this on his twitter or instagram they instantly censored him instagram or twitter someone instantly censored him and tried to take this down so they, they evidently don't want this this getting out. And um, so, yeah, that's, that's something that I thought was rather uh, interesting. Oh, and getting back to, I did kind of, because every year, you know, you want to see what the Super Bowl halftime thing is. I had seen a lot of things about people predicting there were going to be you know, Lady Gaga holograms and 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 where Lady Gaga was performing on stage with these other satanic things in a holographic form, and her image projected up into the clouds. And I saw, and I, I'm like, okay, well, if this is going to happen, I want to see this. And I typically always do a breakdown of the halftime show because it's probably of everything that happens every single year. It's it's typically, I'm not going to say it's the most satanically Illuminati occultic thing that happens every year. But it's right up there. I'd say top five, top ten overall. You know, this year, um, and Taylor reminded me of this again, I mean, it, this, the Super Bowl, number one, is the largest event that takes place in America every year where uh, there's no large event where human trafficking uh, takes place, meaning the massive amount of of underage girls, sex slaves and things like this that are brought into these cities where these people that are obviously loaded will go and and you know before and after the Super Bowl and have uh underage sex and, and gay sex and, and every other debauchery you can imagine because the money's there and so they have it's supply and demand. So it's the number one event for human trafficking every year. That that by itself should be enough to shut the that uh, satanic event down, or 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 at least try to you know obviously police that, which obviously doesn't sound like it's really being done. Um, you have the halftime show, which is essentially the most satanic thing that happens every year, and then you have the fact that this year's average ticket prices were. Is either forty-eight or forty-nine hundred dollars. It goes between that range. The average. It was the most expensive sporting event ever in the history of America. Okay, there was uh, some tickets that went for tw- over twenty thousand dollars a piece on the fifty-yard line. I heard this yesterday. Who knows though? Maybe what might have happened today for desperate people wanting to get tickets last minute. Who knows what they might have went for? So anybody that could possibly afford. Those kind of ticket prices would have a lot of disposable income. So where you have this and then you have all of the demons and devils associated probably with the game itself. I mean, just look at the halftime show, you know, and and the, <laughs> just bad, bad news. Okay, so um, I want to just at least touch on that. It really wasn't a breakdown of anything, just some obvious things. I usually like to touch on it at least once a year. And um, we didn't see the holograms of of, uh, in fact, Lady, Lady Gaga, she uh, she was just at the start, and she wasn't anywhere else that I saw, but I really didn't, I mean, it was like something that was going on in the background. Um, I wanted to see if anything cataclysmic was going to be happening. So as I was working on this teaching, it was kind of playing in the background, and I'm just kind of listening to this, and I turn on the game a little bit, look, and then I go back, and no, there was no big Muslim attack. There was no big really th- cataclysmic thing. I would have to say overall as far as the halftime show goes, um, I think it was less satanically overt as far as symbolism goes. I'm not saying it wasn't wicked to the core, but as far as like the, you know, I've seen some really, really, really insanely insane stuff in the past with, with the one-eyed symbol, with the pyramid symbol, with the gigantic you know, creatures they have crawling out on stage where, you know, it's some big satanic thing, pyramids, and the year Madonna did it where she formed the Baphomet thing. Um, I didn't see it as anywhere near some of the things I've seen in years past. Now maybe somebody will come out and say, "Yeah, but you weren't seeing this." You, you, and again, I didn't watch it close. And the thing I was, the thing that was on my computer it wasn't exactly a great resolution. It was just something that was on the internet when I was watching it, so it wasn't a very good resolution. And but from what I saw, I would have to say that that I've seen a lot worse halftime shows in the past that were were way more satanically over again who knows maybe i'll be eating my words in a week i, I don't know but from what i'm seeing that's that's what i could gather it doesn't mean it was great it doesn't mean it was puritanical or anything like that um but uh, let's go further so this just these reports just came out as well uh in the last few days and this is just <laughs> it just shows you how This country is just absolutely circling the drain. And um, this is entitled, Border Agents Ordered to Stand Down. We might as well abolish immigration laws, was one of the quotes, and we'll be reading that. In a shocking reversal of policy, U.S. Custom and Border Protection agents are being told to release illegal immigrants and no longer order them to appear at deportation hearings. Essentially a license to stay in the United States, carte blanche. A key agent testified about this on Thursday. I mean, this is under testimony. What's more, the stand-down order includes a requirement that the whereabouts of the illegals released are not to be tracked we might as well abolish our immigration laws altogether, suggested an agent, Brandon Judge, Judd, president of the National Border Patrol Council, testifying on the two-year border surge of illegal youths. Imp- um, Judd said the policy shift was prompted by the Obama administration. Uh, their supposed embarrassments that just over half of the illegals ordered to appear in court actually do so. Well, that's, you know, that's all by design. The will for failure to show up for court appearances by persons that were arrested and released by the Border Patrol has become an extreme embarrassment for the Department of Homeland Security. It has been so embarrassing that DHS and the U.S. Attorney's uh, Office has come up with a new policy. He testified before the Immigration Subcommittee of the House Judiciary Committee. The biggest change is that undocumented immigrants are no longer given a notice to a peer order because they simply ignore them anyway. Judd says that the border agents jokingly refer to the NTAs, which are notices to appear, as the notices to disappear, which is what, which is what Obama and this wicked government wants anyway. The, Judd said the new policy makes mandatory the release, without an NTA, notice to appear, of any person arrested by the Border Patrol, for being in the country illegally, as long as they do not have a previous felony arrest conviction, and as long as they claim to have been continuously in the United States. And if they don't have an ID, they could just say, I've never been arrested for a felony. How are they going to prove them any different? And then it says, and as long as they claim to have been continuously in the United States since January 2014, because evidently that makes everything all, you know, hunky-dory. Everything's perfect, as long as they claim. And we know their word is is their bond. We know that their word is as good as gold. Obviously, these illegal aliens. The operative word in the policy is claim. The policy does not require the person to prove they've been here, which is the same burden placed on them during the deportation hearings. Instead, it simply requires them to claim to have been here since January of 2015. They just said, oh yeah, I've been here. All they'd have to do is, is know that that's the case. And I'm sure that would spread like wildfire. And everybody's gonna say, "Oh yeah, I've been here since January 2014," and no, I don't have a, I don't have a felony record. Okay, well you can, you're free to go. We're not gonna track you. No notice to appear. Go your merry way. It is isn't this unbelievably satanic? I mean, <laughs> you know, you try to go to Mexico and do this, and you'll you'll wind up in you know jail the first day. But it's fine to do it here. It's fine to do it here. They got to destroy the com- country. They've got to. Um, You know, just flood it with illegal aliens. Flood it with MS-13 and the other gang members that are coming in. Flood it with the Muslims that are coming in undocumented. um, And uh, just to destabilize the country as much as possible. Uh, Going further, it says, but even then, he added, the agency has been told not to track the illegals. Don't, Don't track them. Not only do we release these illegal aliens that are by law are subject to removal proceedings we do it without any means of tracking their whereabouts so i mean if there were any fears before by any of the wicked elements in the illegal alien movement and i'm not even saying the ones that are doing it for like you know, because they're trying to free violence. I'm talking about just the wicked elements, the, 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 the gang members in, in Central America and in Mexico. And I mean, we're talking, these are some of the most brutal people on the planet. We, we are talking, they have no regard for human life whatsoever. They will kill you, your mother, your father, your children, your pets, right in front of you and rape all of your daughters and your wife in front of you and then kill you if you cross them. I've been told this and I've watched enough enough documentaries on this to know that is their mindset. They have no regard for human life. They are some of the most wicked, evil, demon-possessed devils on the planet. They practice uh, the, the the Santa Buarte death cult and if you don't know what that is, just key in Santa in the keyword search box. You'll probably find my teachings on Christmas, but... Also, the ones I've done on the Santa Muerte death cult, which is one of the main patron saints they pray to, these drug cartels, in order to get protection, in order to get money, in order to get whatever they want, in order to get their drugs over the border. This is one of the main fallen angelic Santa Muerte uh, 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 beings that they're praying to. That is their religion. It's a huge religion in Mexico and Central America okay and um it's basically the angel of death santa morata is the angel of death which is also known as azrael okay um anyway that's these are things i've all done studies on you can key it in there at the search box but it's no wonder when your main religion is literally dedicated to the angel of death you're gonna have no problem doing the most wicked evil heinous things to other people that that any mind could even comprehend and this is who we're going to be letting over the border now in mass it's not even going to be any kind of check system anymore it's going to become one come all all obama's plan and in the new and his new World order handlers and the people working with him to absolutely totally annihilate this country to destabilize it um just that's that's the goal that is the goal total destruction of america and, again, it's good, you know, as far as we know, to, to educate other people and to pray against this wickedness because this is an absolute total satanic agenda. They're not destroying America quick enough, and, and this is one of the main ways that they're, they're putting in place to do this, actually. Uh, now, let's go back to the report here. Um, let's see here. Uh, In essence, we pull these persons out of the shadows and into the light just to release them right back into the same shadows from whence they came, the the man testifying said. The go-free policy, he said, has prompted thousands of Latinos to cross the border, and among them are hundreds of criminal foot soldiers, according to other testimony. Of course. You know, immigration laws today appear to be mere suggestions. There are little or no consequences for breaking the laws, and that fact is well known by, uh, in other countries. If the government agencies like the DHS and the CBP are allowed to bypass Congress by legislating through policy, we might as well abolish our immigration laws altogether. You know, so that's the end of that. Now, um, this next report is along the same lines. MS-13 foot, uh, MS foot soldiers colonize new criminal uh, territory so, so this is going to be confirming what we were just talking about here criminal networks with the Latin America route such as MS-13 and the 18th street gang are using and MS-13 is like I said one of those unbelievably satanically bloodthirsty gangs I believe they're out of El Salvador I, I'm talking you know you just unless you research them you just can't understand how wicked and evil they are okay um they're using the this administration's open door policy at the border to slip in recruits that are causing a huge spike in murder and violence throughout the nation according to an, but again it's all it's all suppressed just like all the rapes that are happening from all the illegal aliens they're coming in i mean in, in north carolina alone i've went over these statistics before i mean the, the the rapes that are committed by illegal aliens and these aren't necessarily gang members um against um uh, women um of of um I'm not exactly sure exactly what ethnicity they're going after. I'm, I'm pretty sure it is Caucasian girls, mostly the ones they like to rape, according to the statistics I've seen. But in North Carolina alone, I mean, it's it's off the charts, okay? And it's all suppressed in the news. You don't hear about it. But the statistics are out there if you check the individual um, law enforcement agencies that are handling this, and there is one group that I've, that I've talked a, a lot about, and I can't think of its name off hand in North Carolina that's trying to document it all, but it's all being suppressed. Nobody hardly knows about it, but it's going on every day. And that's just one of the other great fruits of letting all these illegal aliens in. Okay. Going further, testifying Thursday at a House hearing on the border surge of young Latinos, the experts said established gangs have been able to transfer an unknown number of experienced foot soldiers from Central America to help colonize new criminal territory in the United States. Jessica M. Vaughn, the policy director for the Center for Immigration Studies, told the House Judiciary Committee's Immigration and Border Security Subcommittee that the tide of new young people many of whom have already been exposed or involved in street gangs at home, has provided a huge pool of new recruits for the gangs here. Gangs such as MS-13 and the the 18th Street Gang are enjoying a brutal revival in certain parts of the country uh, and are establishing themselves in new places. She added, violent transnational gangs such as MS-13 have taken full advantage of the Obama administration's welcome mat to swell the ranks here, contributing to a noticeable spike and gang violence in certain localities with tragic results. Vaughn offered dramatic details of the results of the catch-and-release policy employed by the Obama administration as it grabs illegal immigrants crossing the border, then lets them go on a promise they will return for court hearings. And now they're not even doing that. No notice to appear. You go your merry way. As long as you said you've been here since January 2014, and as long as you say you've never committed a felony, because obviously if they have, they're not going to have their ID, then you're free to go. Oh, all those gang tattoos you have all over you? Oh, we'll ignore all that. That's fine. You're here to do good things, and we know that. I feel it in my gut. I just know you're here to do fun, fun, neat things, right? Oh, okay, you're agreeing with me. Okay, so you can go. I mean, this is total insanity. In a testimony provided in advance of the hearing to the, to the this committee in Frederick County, Maryland, 20 miles from the White House, crime has jumped since about 265 illegal, unaccompanied Central American minors were placed there. Gang fights in schools are now common, and one of the older MS-13 uh, shot callers, which means they're one of the ones that give the orders to take out people, to beat up people, to kill people. Shot caller. Um, the, that shot caller was approved by President Obama's Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals DACA program. So that's working out well, too, as we can see. In Boston, cops just arrested 56 MS-13 gang members, many of whom arrived in the surge. Of, and I'm telling you, that is one of the worst gangs. I, I had that colonel I told you I visited in the uh, mountains of North Carolina before I even moved up here. And he said, let me tell you, I've dealt with MS-13 because he was a sniper. And he had literal assignments regarding them. And he said, you can't even imagine how evil and what these guys will do to your family if you cross them. He said, they will kill you, your family. They will rape right in front of you. They will kill your animals. They don't care. They like it. I'm talking this is the kind of people, this devil Obama... And his handlers and his minions are letting in. May God bring down his fury on this wickedness and on these devils allowing this to happen in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. These these, these MS-13 gang members have have been linked to teen murders and, and initiation rites trying to prove themselves worthy of full membership. Yeah, that's a whole other discussion in and of itself, how you even get in. Uh, In Loudoun County, Virginia, home to Washington's Dulles Airport, three unaccompanied minors who arrived in 2013 have been indicted for gang-related murder of a 17-year-old. But again, this is just a few things. Again, we're not even looking at all the multiple rapes that are happening nationwide every month by these illegal aliens against typically underage indigenous population girls here. We're not even looking at that. And and again, this is just a small little cross-section of what's going on. Next report, chaos defines the, the southwest border. Drug cartels bringing in unaccompanied children to the Rio Grande Valley to serve as diversions that distract border security officers from smugglers and drug, traffics, drug traffickers. This is according to the Border Patrol Union official. The unaccompanied minors could have walked right up to the port of entry and asked for asylum. Brandon Judd, National Border Patrol Council official, told a House Judiciary Subcommittee panel in a prepared testimony Thursday. Uh, why did the cartels drive them to the middle of the desert then, and have them cross over the Rio Grande only to surrender to the first border patrol agent when they came across? The reason is that it completely tied up all of our border patrol manpower and allowed the cartels to smuggle whatever they wanted across the border, like their drugs and this. They're just putting out decoys, you know. That's what they're doing, and they're children. So that's that's how they're. That's just one of the many ways that they're. Um, how they operate so now after reading and looking at the headlines we just listed above the satanic mainstream media and and this was on cnn still has the audacity then the same week that these these other reports come out to really and I, i think this is all damage control to try to mitigate um some of the outrage of the reports i just read Okay. They have the audacity to release reports like these with these titles. Border Wall Scaled, Hurdles Remain. And we're going to look at some of what some of these stories remain. And, it, and again, it's about the plight of the illegal aliens. And oh, the family separation. And oh, oh, what am I going to do? Oh, I'm separated from all. Oh. And the, the bottom line, all of this comes down to is you're here illegally. There's I mean, up until this invasion of Europe, as far as I know, there was no other country on the planet that would hardly allow such a thing. Okay, again, try it in Mexico as an American citizen. See how quickly you wind up in the jail. See how quickly they give you and extend the sympathy that's been ex- extended to you in America. Okay? There is no there is no comparison, okay? So they're here illegally, okay? End of story. They're here illegally. And this is what I always go back to. So whatever sob story whatever there's always this justification and the thing is is look, as, look at who's behind this it's Obama it's his satanic handlers it's his minions helping him to do this it's a satanic agenda to destroy this country that by itself should should give you new perspective on this particular subject. I'm not talking really to my listeners. I'm just saying somebody that would say, oh yeah, but what are we, isn't it the Christian thing to do? To, yes, let's let let's do the Christian thing and let all these illegal aliens come in and, and, and let the MS-13 gang members come in and, and not vet them and do all of this stuff and let them destroy our economy and, and and use all of our resources and glut the hospitals up. It's so you're right, we need to do that. Even though they are here illegally and they're breaking the law, that's fine though, because we throw the laws out the windows when we're christians right we don't even observe the law well no i thought we were supposed to actually obey the law of the land this type of stuff as christians well no they don't though they don't they're special they're special okay okay well okay great that's that's wonderful you know i don't i just don't know how you really arguably logically argue that christianity wise biblically because you're applying a totally different standard to them than you would even apply to yourself how does that work Okay, so continuing on, the next report is of these, you know, apologetics-type reports from CNN. One question haunts family and millions of the undocumented. Will, Will the U.S. government give them a chance to stay? Like, there's not hundreds and thousands and hundreds of thousands and millions of them already here that have no fear about ever being deported. They're acting like... You know, will they give us a chance? This has been going on for decades. This is by design. Okay? So this is such garbage, these reports that that are are coming out here. And then the next one, high court to take up Obama's actions. We're going to see if the Supreme Court rules in the illegal aliens' favor. Okay? And then another one, opinion there's this moral urgency to act to make sure that they can all stay and all come. And all of this is happening anyway. Illegally. So this one report shows this, this uh, Latino guy sitting here and he's all sad. It says, Jesus sits beside his parents staring at the walls of a packed waiting room as he searches for hints of what the future holds. A large sign surrounded by red, white, and blue um says welcome a poster proclaims hope for a better life above a quote from former u.s president jimmy carter that describes america as a nation of immigrants so so look at all of the all of this uh posturing toward this you know we need to let them in we, they need to stay they, they should be well it doesn't matter if they're here illegally it doesn't matter if their families came here illegally it doesn't matter if they came here to, to have their anchor babies that's all irrelevant All that matters is they're here now, so they get to stay. And they get to to gobble up the resources and, and get all of this free stuff and get out of jail free cards and not ever have to worry about being deported and all of the other wickedness that's going on that I've just cited. That's all that matters. So it's a warm day in September 10, weeks after Jesus and his mother got off a Greyhound bus in Tupelo, Mississippi, and reunited with his father after 13 years apart. Since then, everything has felt exciting but uncertain. Today in the Memphis office, they hope to learn what happens next. An insurance ad flashes across a TV screen on the other side of the room, showing a sparkling blue water in the Statue of Liberty. Jesus tells his mom he wants to visit the landmark someday and get inside its head and see what's there. The Supreme Court and then it goes on to another story. So it's it's like this oh this human interest story. Oh, how could we dare turn back Jesus even though he's here totally legally? even though they're flooding our borders, even though the MS-13 gang members and all the other gangs are coming and they're bringing their Santa Marta death cult and all of the other... Oh, it, it doesn't matter. The Statue of Liberty, Jimmy Carter, Hope for a Better Life, Welcome, A Nation of Immigrants. See, that's all that matters. They're, they're little prepositioned cue cards in this report to get you to ignore all of the illegal activity that has been going on for decades it, uh, another report about this garbage continues. The Supreme Court announced today, Tuesday, that it will decide the fate of President Barack Obama's immigration action on this term. <laughs> like, the actions are, are aimed at allowing millions of undocumented immigrants to apply for programs that could make, the el- make them eligible for work authorization and associated benefits. So, in other words, taking more American jobs... It's all that matters is their rights. They're here legally. They have way more rights than you. They will get preferential treatment. The indigenous population of America are the devils. They're the ones that are evil. Um, and it, particularly anybody that is not dependent on the government, lock, stock, and barrel. Anybody that would have their own business. Anybody that would be halfway self-sufficient. They're the bane of all existence. Particularly if you're of the Caucasian variety. Okay? You're a slime bag. You're scum. And you need to die. And you need to give up all your rights to the government. And you need to let all these other indigenous populations, Muslims included, and, and whatever else, come in, take over. And you need to be totally dependent on the government. And just beg, beg, beg for your servitude, and whatever rights are doled out to you. This is what they want to just move us into. That type of mentality. So, going further, then there's this, this next report that's entitled, Opinion, Moral Urgency. And then I put lies right in front of it. This whole thing's a lie. The new year began with a new wave of governmental raids targeting immigrants from Central America and Mexico. About And they're they're acting like, oh, there's all these people being deported and all these raids. And then what did we just read? They're coming in by the millions. Now they're not even going to have... They're being... It's catch and release. Now they're not even giving them notices to appear. All they have to know is to say the right things. I've been here since February of 2014. No, I'm not a felon. They're released. And they're acting like this is such a big problem There were about 120 rounded up for deportation. These immigrants, mostly women and children. Oh, not the women and children, many of whom had come to the U.S. fleeing violence in their home countries. The raids are yet another depressing sign of the failed state of American immigration policy. See, we shouldn't be having these raids at all. That's basically what they're saying here. No raids. They all stay. It doesn't matter what their circumstance. It doesn't matter if they're, you know, the biggest mass murder on the planet. They're here illegally, and therefore they are gold. They get to do whatever they want, essentially. Can you believe they say the raids are yet another depressing sign of the failed state? We're not letting enough in, is basically what they're saying here. The failed state of American immigrant, the failed state of American immigration policy is they're not policing the border. Is there is no fence? Is they're not they're catching and releasing them? They're not giving them notices to appear. They're letting them come in unchecked, essentially. That's the failed state. It's not because they're having too many raids. <laughs> I mean, what? I mean, everything is inverted in this satanic reality we live in. It's the exact opposite. These these reports were released the same time. The other reports I just read you were released as damage control to try to to try to get us to give some kind of sympathetic ear and to ignore all of the atrocities that are going on with the legal system regarding this one issue alone. So going back, to this says after nearly a decade of debate, everyone agrees that our immigration system is broken. Yeah, it's not near strict enough. Obviously, it's not near policed enough. It's not. I mean, they're doing everything they can do to hamstring the Border Patrol agents. We went over that many times. I mean, it's broken. and it needs comprehensive reform. But year after year, slips by without a solution. In the vacuum created by polarization and inaction, deportation has become our government's de facto policy. Oh, really? That kind of contradicts what I just read. Deportation. They're doing nothing to deport them, hardly. These are total satanic lies as evidenced by the reports we just covered above. For the few that are being deported, a tidal wave of new illegal aliens are coming in to take their place. (laughs) But again, in this satanic inverted reality, you know, facts don't matter. Figures lie and liars figure. And that's basically what we're facing here. Next report. Because they will also need an international religious umbrella, the devil pope just called for a world collaboration of all faiths. In his first ever video declaring his prayer intentions, the Roman Catholic leader, Jorge Bergoglio, also known as Pope Francis, called for a dialogue and collaboration among those of various world religions on Tuesday, asserting that they are simply seeking or meeting God in different ways. Most of the planet's inhabitants declare themselves believers, and that's all that matters to, you know... Mr. Pope Boy over here, he states in the production released on the Feast of the Epiphany, probably personally my favorite Catholic holiday, I mean I just don't want to say anything, but I have to. Anyway, that this should lead to a dialogue among religions. We should not stop praying for it and collaborating with those who think differently. The video feature uh, features clips of those from different world religions declaring belief in their uh, various deities, their, their, their pagan deities, Okay, Um, I have confidence in Buddha, a female llama announces. I did not know llamas could talk. Now, I knew emus could, but I didn't think llamas could. So, you know, again, I've I've said this before, I'll say it again. You learn something new every day. You know, go figure. Anyway, so, and then the next one, I believe in God, a rabbi affirms. I believe in Jesus Christ, a Catholic priest states, I believe in Allah, an Islamic leader declares. Um, Francis contends that all the religions of the world simply represent mankind's diversity in seeking God. He says that despite the differing beliefs, everyone is a child of the same God. Isn't that special? And so biblically correct, if I might add. Anyway, many think differently Feel differently, seeking God or meeting God in different ways, he states. In this crowd, in this range of religions, there is only one certainty that we have for all. That we are all children of God. Even the pedophiles and the most debauched people on earth, they're they're just seeking God in their own ways. Don't we all know that? The child molesters and, and the mass murderers and the drug dealers and the MS-13 gang members and Obama and the satanic elite, they're just seeking God in their own ways. They're all children of God. Sorry, I added that last part to it, but he's basically saying that. I mean, he's basically, I mean, where, where do we draw the line? Where do we draw the line? He says, I mean, he didn't he didn't draw any line. He says, we are all children of God, Okay. So this, this fork-tongued devil from the pit of hell is going to uh, give me some kind of morality lesson here, evidently. Uh, the video then provides footage of the pontiff meeting with and embracing those of various religions, including Buddhists, Islamists, and Orthodox Jews. It again cuts to representatives of the world's religions who now declare the same statement. I believe in love. Oh, and you know at the, 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 the halftime show tonight... At the very, very end, when you had Beyonce and her alter ego Sasha Fierce, and um, that one little devil guy, uh, Bruno Mars, and his little cadre of of, uh, of thugs up there, and Sasha Fierce and her her cadre of of um, I don't know, she had like all these women dancing with her, whatever, and then. Cold play, they all came together, they're all on stage, one big happy family, and they kept going over this whole thing about unity, and, and we're all together, and this kind of stuff. And then in the end, in the back, in the background, there's this big, I think it was a rainbow, probably gay rainbow flag, and it said something about love, love or something. Yeah, that's all that matters, is all we need is love, right, according to the Beatles song, you know, all this stuff. And But the Bible says to be not an equally yoked together with unbelievers, for what righteousness hath for what communion righteousness with unrighteousness or Christ with Belial, which means the devil. We're not supposed to be yoked up with everybody in unity as a Christian. But see, we'll be the ones, the Christians will be the ones that will be looked down upon and say, oh, oh you Christians, you think you're so much better. You think you're so much special. You're the ones that have to go. Because, see, we're all willing to come together in unity. All of us, the 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 the, the gigantic pagan crowd of the planet, the, the, the ones that, you know, hey, if it feels good, do it. Hey, oh, oh everything's fine, everything's good, as, as long as we're together in unity. The Christians will be the ones that are singled out and will be labeled as bigots and um, unforgiving and intolerant and these types of things because we don't believe like that. But the world system is trying its satanic level best to convince everyone that everyone is the same we're all children of the same god all we need is love all we need is unity all we need to do is come together just like they were at the tower of babel and you know god separated people at tower of babel for a reason and now we're coming back to that same type of thing again evidently god didn't like the unity they were trying to achieve at the tower of babel I mean, he literally separated them by race into even different land masses, essentially. So they could not carry out their satanic agenda. But now God is letting it happen. According to scripture, again, he's letting this stuff happen. He's sending the strong delusion that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned to receive not the love of the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. According to 2 Thessalonians, he's letting it happen again. And again, in fulfillment of Scripture, into the book of Daniel, into the book of Revelation, Second Thessalonians, and, and many other places in the Bible. In fulfillment of that. Going further, uh, and, and, and again, he says, his last statement was, I believe in love. And my comment is lies. He believes in deceiving you to get you into hell. That's what he believes in. Okay, that is his true desire. Hell, fire, and the lake of fire for you and everyone else on this planet. That's what Pope Bergoglio wants deep down. The devils that control him, that's what they want. Then he says, I hope you will spread my prayer request this month that sincere dialogue among men and women of different faiths may produce fruit of peace and justice. And again, when you look at the New World Order and and you look at a lot of the UN guidelines and and a lot of the the guidelines that the church is trying to put out, it's always about peace and unity and and world hunger and poverty and all these supposedly, and I'm not saying they're not noble causes, but these are the very organizations that are, are, are creating these situations. They're creating these situations of horrificness around the planet. And yet, they'll come back and act like, oh, no, no, we're actually really against it. Even though we actually created it. We're going to tell you, though, we're against it. So we look like we're the good guys. Uh, going further, it says, Francis then stated, I have confidence in your prayers. Um, if I, The Bible says, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. Well, if you're not even a born-again Christian, God's not going to hear you. I'm not saying he couldn't hear you to get get you saved, but as far as you praying, you know, how is he going to hear you if you're not even saved through the Lord Jesus Christ? How, how, how does that happen? You know, and anyway, uh, going further here, but not everyone is supportive of, of the Vatican's call for unity and common ground. Mike Gendron of Proclaiming the Gospel Ministries in Plano, Texas told Christian News Network that the Pontiff, the Pontiff's assertions that all mankind is seeking or meeting God in different ways. I love how he speaks for all of humanity collectively. Bergoglio. I, I love that. Like, he, he, he knows the heart of every person on the planet, evidently. He can speak for them collectively, evidently. He feels that way. Um, he says that this assertion that mankind is seeking or meeting God in different ways and that all children, children are of the same God is flawed. Tragically, those who do not know the Bible or who, or who refuse to submit to it as the supreme authority for truth will be deceived by the Pope's latest pronouncement. He stated, The Pope's assertion that all mankind meets with and seeks after the same God in different ways is a, is false according to the word of God. There are many who seek after false gods of their own imagination or false gods of their religious traditions. The only way to meet God, to meet with the true God... Um, is his way is God's way, through one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus, according to First Timothy two five. Also, all of this stuff about all of this is based on the heart, every bit of this. And there is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Proverbs fourteen twelve and sixteen twenty five. And that he who trusteth in his own heart is a fool. Proverbs Proverbs uh, twenty eight twenty six. So I mean, these are these are things that. I mean, the Bible clearly states this, okay? And so you have to be really, really super careful about trusting in your heart, but this is what Francis wants you to do because he knows if you trust in your heart, that'll be all that is needed to ever get into hell. Not to say there wouldn't be on their way to hell, but I'm saying that if you never take your eyes off your heart and you always think in your heart that you're doing the right thing, that if you never question that, you will never ever have any desire to get saved you'll never have any compulsion to seek if your heart is deceiving you and you're content with your heart deceiving you. That's the, that's the point I'm trying to make. Um, let's go further here. Uh, the word of God reveals that the human race is made up of people who are either the children of God or the children of the devil. First John 3.10 Gendron explained, the Lord Jesus soundly rebuked the religious leaders of his day for refusing to believe the truth in his word. John eight. Uh, 40 through 43, and um, Jesus told them that their father was the devil, who is the father of lies, in John 8 44. This remains true today, he continued. The God of this world has created a variety of religions to blind all of the children from the light of the gospel and the glory of Christ, according to uh, 2 Corinthians 4 4. Gendrod said that all, all are children of the darkness by nature, but man. Only becomes a child of God when he is reborn in Christ. Everyone is a child of, of the God of this world until they exchange their religion for a relationship with the one true God through Jesus Christ. True. Now, if you've never, if you're not familiar with this, if, if this is a new concept to you, if you're not saved, then I give you a link here or go to my website, contendingfortruth.com. There's a link here. It's called True Salvation. You'll see it at the top right of my website. And I walk you through the whole process of salvation. It's not hard. It's just, you know, it's just something that needs to be explained. And it is the most important decision you will ever make. It's literally the difference between heaven and hell. Okay? I love you enough to tell you the truth. Bergoglio doesn't. He wants to see you. He wants to tickle your ears. He wants to promise you liberty, like the Bible says, while they themselves are servants of corruption, for of whom a man is overcome, the same he's is brought into bondage. Bergoglio is trying to overcome you this is pope francis he's trying to overcome you and bring you into bondage the bondage that will ultimately lead you to hell okay and that's where he wants you he wants you in hell because he is of his father the devil and of his lust and of his works he will do okay so you know i'm gonna give you the truth he's gonna give you lies going further um Gendron is actually a former Roman Catholic and also opined that the Pontus ecumenicism is fulfilling prophecy about the formulation of a one-world religion. And this is what I alluded to earlier. As the Pope continues to accelerate the ecumenical agenda to rebuild the religions of the Tower of Babel, again, we just talked about that, he will be fulfilling Bible prophecy. All the religions of the world already share a works-righteous salvation meaning you're saved by works in their ism, whatever ism it may be, Mormonism, Catholicism, Hinduism, Buddhism, all of those religions are the same, in that you get to wherever you're trying to go through works. I'm a good person. I'm a good Buddhist. I'm a good Catholic. Okay, True salvation to the Lord Jesus Christ is not not based on works. Okay, for you say, by grace, through faith, and not, not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Ephesians 2.11. So, and again, it's, it, I'm, I'm ultra-simplifying it there. Keep, uh, click on the link that I just provided you. Go to my website. I, I get into this a lot further, okay? Now, righteous works will follow salvation. But if you're trusting in righteous works as your salvation, then you are deceived and you are not saved. Okay, that's the difference. But yes, righteous works, you can show somebody your faith by your works. It is true. Faith, uh, good works will follow salvation. I'm not arguing that at all. But it's what you're trusting in. Are you trusting in the blood of Jesus Christ? Are you trusting in his death, burial, and resurrection to save your soul, to atone for your sins? Or are you trusting in your works? Because most people in this planet are trusting in their works to get them to wherever they think they're going, whether it be paradise, nirvana, heaven, wherever. It's what they're trusting in. I mean, even Muslims that that go and and strap on a nail bomb and blow up a whole bunch of women and children that are are Jews or infidels, they're trusting in their works to get to to paradise and have their 72 virgins and white-skinned boys. It's still a works-based religion. All religions boil down to one or the other, every single one. That's how I try to simplify things okay so it's really that it really is that simple what I just said so let's go further here um, all religions of the world already share a works righteous salvation meaning you're establishing your righteousness by your works apart from the Lord Jesus Christ under your own power and in God's eyes um, all of our works, apart from Christ, are as filthy rags. Okay, that's what the Bible says. All of our works are as filthy rags, essentially apart from God. Okay, so if you're doing it under your own power, apart from God, that work is like a filthy rag to God. He does, he won't accept it. Okay, because why? Well, I did this, God, it was my... Okay, that's a filthy rag. Okay, that, that's that I mean, God is perfect, okay? You do it through the Lord Jesus Christ. You do it through the power of the Holy Spirit. You give God the glory, okay? That is a righteous work there. You don't do it to be seen among men. That's another thing. You know, verily you have your reward if you do it to be seen among men. So, um, it depends what your your heart motivation is. You know, even as, a, even, even as a saved believer, if you do it to be seen among men, you know, verily I believe you have your reward. Okay? Um, but... Um really all religions in the world, cults, religions, uh, boil down to this distinction that I just went over. And it is literally that simple. Okay, so let's go Let's go forward. Um, as we see one prophetic word religion forming, we know the children of the true God will have no part of it because they have been sanctified by truth and sealed with the Holy Spirit, 2 Thessalonians 2.13. My comment on this last statement, but always be on guard, okay? It's one of those things where uh, always be on guard and walk circumspectly, as the Bible says in Matthew 24 23, which was a portion of scripture that Jesus Christ was basically giving instructions about literally the end times and the tribulation, you know, okay, which is the time we're moving into here. If any man say unto you, lo, here is Christ, or there, believe it not. Meaning Christ has come back during that time. They are saying, oh, Christ appeared. Okay. Now there's people on the planet right now that say they're Jesus Christ incarnate. Maitreya claims to be that. There's this guy in Russia that claims to be it. There's, there's a lot of people that claim to be Christ incarnate on the planet right now. Jesus says don't believe them. There's only going to be more, unfortunately. For there shall arise false Christ. This is Jesus talking and false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders. And we haven't even hardly seen that yet. Can you imagine how people are going to fall for that hook, line, and sinker when the false signs and wonders start? What about when the UFO invasion comes, or the supposed, whether it's a holographic deception or whether there's any substance to it or not? It's a big satanic deception designed by the devil. Okay, And I've gotten into the whole UFO agenda in times past, but I'm going to try to get another study done on that soon as well. They shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Okay, so we don't want to be saying, well, we know the children of the true God will have no part because they will be sanctified by truth and sealed by the Holy Spirit. Uh, okay, but if you've really not pursued truth that hard and um you really let's say you went to your standard 501c3 church and i'm not saying you're not saying i'm saying you're saved you want your standard 501c3 corporate church yoked up with the government you haven't heard about any of this stuff uh you really haven't sought truth that hard you've kind of been spoon-fed whatever your pastor told you and then all this stuff starts happening to breakneck speed uh, you better really be on guard about getting deceived. I'm not saying God can't catch you up real quick, and I'm not saying you're unsaved when when you're deceived about something. But it's like, okay, but you don't want to be that way. You want to be in the know. You want to walk circumspectly. You want to reprove the unfruitful works of darkness and to have no fellowship with them, as the Bible says. You don't want Satan to get an advantage of you. Um, you know, the Bible says. Or we don't want uh, we're to know Satan's devices lest he get an advantage of us. Okay, so if we don't know Satan's devices, even as a saved Christian, he can get advantage of us. I mean, I learned stuff every day where, where where Satan still had an advantage on me that I didn't understand until that day when I realized it. Okay, so I'm not like saying that I'm above all of this. I'm saying that this reality is made more apparent to me all the time that I can be deceived. Now, God brings you to a knowledge of the truth, but it's a progressive knowledge. It's just not like a big data dump and you just know everything that you need to know typically. There's so many ways Satan's deceiving us in today's day and age. You know, even preparing for this study, I learned stuff that that I I didn't, I didn't know that thing about dabbing. I didn't know, I mean, not to say I was dabbing or anything, but I mean, I didn't know that about that. And there was a lot of other things that I learn all the time. Um, I think the point is, is not, like the Bible says, don't be high-minded, but, but fear, fear God, don't get proud and full of yourself, lest you yourself, you know, find yourself being deceived, the key is being humble before God, praying for the fear of God, um, God resists the proud, but gives grace unto the humble. So if you're proud in the knowledge you possess, and God sees that, he's going to resist you, even if you're saved. doesn't mean you're unsaved, but you're going to be in for a rocky road, most likely. So just always try to maintain an attitude of humility toward your fellow man and toward God. Um, and act as a Christian, and I do believe he will keep continuing to show you things, and pray that you're not deceived. Um, Pray that you're not destroyed for lack of knowledge. Pray that you're not ignorant of Satan's devices, lest he get an advantage of you. And then when you have that knowledge, do something with it. Don't just hoard it all to yourself, but try to help other people, and educate other people, so that they are not deceived. Because to whom much is given, much is required. So, um, that's all I have for this part. I'm, I'm way over time on this one, so we'll go to, to the part two, probably our last part. Thank you, and God bless you.
2: Scott Johnson's 1,000-plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the Internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C O N. T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H.com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian Current Event and Health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about 3-6 to emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 Highway 70 Southeast, Number 321, Hickory, NC 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at ContendingForTruth.com. Thank you, and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.